Blog Talk Radio. trenches, fighting their own battles, getting perspectives from people like that, 
uh, talking to people that want to call in and talk about, you know, this, that, and the other, you know, celebrities, what's going on, this, that, and the other. Have a little more fun and talk about some things that may be relevant in current events rather than just the foreclosure meltdown, which is does get a little depressing at, at, at some point. Yeah, I mean, there's there are some days where I just can't even return phone calls. I just I get so burnt out in the conversations that I just it's it's just not it's not fun because it's not it's not fun. These people are really in, in dire straits. Yet the banks are really. I mean, some of the banks are doing things. It depends on the circumstances. If you can afford attorney to force them to do something, but the bottom line is the bailout has allowed them to not have to help out homeowners if if they choose not to. That's true. And that's uh, also why we have created our Foreclosure Warrior website um, to, to try to get that information that people need out there, that unbiased information in this kind of sea of foreclosure rescue scams and foreclosure misinformation and all these other things. Why we put together our video library of foreclosurewarrior.com, you know, the tips and the tools, things that we've learned over four years in the trenches. So if you're a homeowner or an attorney looking for pleadings and documents and that and whatnot, we have came out and, and put those tools out there. They're available. Um, you know, we're trying to help other attorneys that want to help homeowners that have the zest and the, the willingness to fight, we're trying to share some of our insights so they can take up the baton and run with it. We, you know, we still will be looking at select cases here and there, but as you know, there's a, a lot of different, you know, people that call, and really at the end of the day, there's not a whole lot of what I would consider, you know, bona fide cases. You know, there's about four or five categories we talk about in Foreclosure Warrior of actual cases that, you know, may be worth litigating and, and whatnot. So those are those, those tools are there. If you're if you came here today for foreclosure information, check out foreclosurewarrior.com, and you might find some some things that you're looking for there. Well, let me interject on that. I mean, let me give you an example. I mean, we have people that call us that want, you know, and the reality is some people really want a free consultation, and understandably, but when you get 30-plus calls in a day's time and you spent your day with free consultations, guess what? We wouldn't be able to pay our bills. So, unfortunately, and and the sad part is is that your consultations are true consultations. You're not trying to get their business, you're not trying to sell them anything. You're basically literally trying to really, truly help them make that make a decision one way or the other. There's so many people out there giving people false hope. I mean, I can't tell you how many calls I've gotten in the last couple of weeks where people have paid, you know, law firms, people, modification companies, in excess of like $30,000, and they're burnt out, they're beat up, they're, they feel like they've been spit out, and they come to us, and they just go, well, we're really weary. You know, they want they want some like free, uh, free fix. And unfortunately, they should have come to us first, and they would have saved themselves a heck of a lot of money because, you know, maybe the reality is is they didn't have really any options or any because the banks again don't have to bail you out. They don't have to do anything for you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting, and I know I'm kind of long winded here, but. You know, we had somebody call us that had a sale date looming, didn't have the money to pay, you know, 7500 to 10000 whatever it is, to hire an attorney to file a TRO. She bought our TRO package. She was able to help herself. I mean, and that's great. I mean, if you can, if you can do something, because, you know, the judges do help homeowners that are, that are it was a pro, it's called pro, pro per. 
Yes. Okay. So the, so the judges do help homeowners that are in proper, but you do have to make sure you follow the rules of of the court system. So I've seen well, actually, seen actually, right. Actually, it's not that's not entirely accurate. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, if you're if you're a debtor in a bankruptcy court by yourself, the the judges may assist you. They may help make sure you're protected. But in a civil court, we've seen quite the opposite, where you'll have judges say you know, no, I'm sorry, you know, I, I can't tell you how to play the game. I mean, you have an adversary here, they're fighting to win, and, you know, if you want to fight to win, you may need to get yourself an attorney. So it's quite the opposite uh, in reality if you're in, like, a civil court. So go on. Right, but what I'm saying is I have actually seen judges say, you know, you got a good case, but you got to follow the rules. If you don't follow the rules, this is my second your second time here not doing it right. I'm going to dismiss your case if you don't either get someone to assist you or follow the rules. I mean, that's uh, that's what I was meaning. Mm-hmm. Hello? Right. Yes, yes, yes. Go on. I I that's, that that was my was my two cents. So anyway, that's that is, you know, it's just the foreclosure warrior um, you know, to you know, to pay a consultation to to to, to visit with you, uh, or you can go pay. I think it's ninety five dollars, and you're basically going to get, you know, your hours worth of consultation. But it's going to be an overview, and the person's going to know one way or the other whether they have the valid or the grounds that they could possibly try and file a lawsuit or something. Other than that. You know, it, it's a great resource. Um, attorneys that sign up on it um, and, go, and go through the training will actually get their name, their law firm listed as attorneys that have, you know, gone through the training. So um, check it out. Again, what is for, for, uh, foreclosurewarrior.com. Uh, check it out. Some good stuff there. We got uh, we got memorabilia coming. We got T-shirts, hats. Uh, oh, yeah. We, my, you're uh, right. I've got, some, I've got some good cartoons that I'm working on. I'm just still trying to find a good cartoonist. That's not going to charge me an arm and a leg. I'm still having a hard time. They charge an arm and a leg for this. But I found them. Who did you find? Well, we'll talk offline. Wow. We've got an Italian artist. Yeah, we'll talk offline on that. My friend in Italy, they're going to – excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, you've had your double double, double caffeine latte, not fat, whipped mocha today. (laughs) Remember the rules of when you were doing your deposition. You kept on getting in trouble. You all were getting in trouble of talking over each other, remember? I object. <laughs> you know, remember she she the the uh court just reporter wrong. Kept, on, <laughs> kept on getting mad you guys were talking over each other. <laughs> I'm tired of being a punching bag. <laughs> it was so funny if you could have seen her face. It was hilarious. Yeah. Well, was I was doing that for I was doing that for for a purpose. The guy wouldn't answer my question, so I had to treat him as a hostile witness, so to speak. That guy was it just embarrassing. Yeah, he was a piece of work. So, what about this? Uh, yeah, we have cartoons coming. Stay tuned. Um, we hope to put those on some nice Italian shirts for some people that want to have a little fun. And They're hilarious we'll have those. too. Yeah, they are hilarious, of course. So, um, but yeah, we have that. And what about this uh, Occupy Wall Street thing that's going on? Well, 
I don't, I mean, why don't you talk a little bit into it more, because I know you know more about it than I do. I mean, I know, you know, enough to probably get myself in trouble as far as, you know, you know how I feel about the whole bailout. So I, I, I'm like, I think I'm like that, Schwartz. I know nothing. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, all, all I know is I was, I was reading the other day, and you know what, these, the, the, I mean, First of all, kids kids can I mean it's not just kids doing these protesting, but it's, you know, people who has the time to go protest against what a government what the government's done? I mean, like do you, are you really think you're going to make a change in in what's, well, somebody, what's going on? Somebody was holding up a sign that said if you don't have a job, you should be here. I saw that on one of the one of the uh, blogs. If you don't have well, a job, I you would. should be here. I would yeah. if I, I guess if I didn't have a job and I wasn't out looking for yeah. a job, I probably would. That's right. If nothing else, it's something interesting to do. Go out, get together, see what's going on, uh, do some chanting. The people united can never be defeated. I think that's the uh, the big one. Yeah, and apparently, you know? there's all these uh, CEOs that are canceling their speeches at the colleges because they're they're fearful of their life. Oh come on. That's that's what I was reading. That they they are afraid for their life because of what's going on. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, all I know is, I, from what I've gathered anyway, I haven't spent a lot of time on this, but it looks like started in New York and basically a protest against Wall Street and them getting the big bailout and paying bonuses, having parties, goofing around based on their own mistakes and their own greed and their own Ponzi scheme and everything else. So the people decided to find a way to get together and say, hey, let's go down and protest, get on TV and do all this stuff. And I'm not, I'm not even saying you can always get on TV. Some of these stories just won't be covered. You know, if, it, if it's attacking the, uh, the establishment, sometimes you don't see a whole lot of good coverage on things like this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is taking on the banks and, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's face it, it's not always the best press for the, the powers that be. So that you know that's going on, and I just got something the other day. Speaking of uh, social media, one of the things we're always looking at these unique social media ideas. But I got an email that said, uh, you know, it was this. What was this? Uh, it's the, the whole thing is they called this Occupy Together. The uh, website was Meetup.com. Don't ask oh, me how yeah. I got on. I got on somebody's meetup list. I don't, I, I, you know, I didn't subscribe to anything. I don't know how uh, I yeah, got Yeah, okay, this. right. So it's a late night uh, website that you go to and sign up. Yeah, well, I didn't sign up for anything. I got this thing that says, you know, there's going to be 133 people in Phoenix tomorrow, and that's just the ones that, you know, wanted to identify themselves on this website. But they've got cities all over the United States where people are supposed to meet up and rally behind this concept of, Occupy Wall Street and, you know, bash Wall Street and everything else for, you know, basically causing us all to lose values in our properties and, and everything else that's going on right now. You know, like, you know, in America, we've got to blame somebody, right? So this is kind of the flavor of the day. So I, I thought it was interesting. And it looked like to me, from what I could tell, is meetup.com was actually started by some guy that, uh, I don't know if he was the founder of eBay, but he was involved in eBay. He's This, this guy's on the board. So, I mean, this is a high-level thing, and when I really dug down into it, um, I saw that, you know, they, they have a, they apparently have a pretty good staff of employees, and they will, you know, for like a 1,000, or no, excuse me, I think it's, 
I think it's ten thousand dollars. They will help you occupy a little corporate event there, so you can actually get you know I guess banners out there and get a little media attention and turn it into some sort of uh, you know uh, advertising event. So I thought it was really interesting I and mean, just showing you how social media is you know evolving as as the times are evolving. So it's really interesting. Well, it, I mean, social media is interesting, and like you know, talking about this T-shirt company or t- doing the T-shirt stuff. I mean, this is this is of my friend in in Italy. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, I would have, you know, the social media has allowed people to connect, businesses to connect that could never do it before. I mean, people to connect that that you know never knew each other. I mean, it's it's just. I mean, what's it going to be in ten years? It's going to be crazy. Yeah, and I, you know, I'll connect with my ex girlfriends on Facebook. It's amazing. You do have ex-girlfriends on Facebook. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, at least you let me get away no. with that one. That's cool. No, you're not. I actually, I actually get texts on my phone from your ex-girlfriends. Well, it's usually, uh, yeah, it's you know, just you know, yeah, I can't find myself. phone. do you have it? That sort of thing. <laughs> That's too funny. It's so, so you talk about this whole meetup thing. Talk. <laughs> Talking about this meetup thing now, what's what is this other thing that your sister was telling you about, or she was in, or what? I, I I can't for for the life of me remember the name. Well, of it. It's, the, it's the same concept. Um, you know, my sister went to UCLA, and uh, shout out, hey Jennifer, what's going on? And, <laughs> hey uh, So, you know, she's on. She's got her pulse on the on their thumb on the pulse of LA and what's going on, and she's a you know creative musical type and successful businesswoman and all that but um yeah she uh started telling me about uh last time we got together these flash these flash mobs and I was like what the, what, what on earth right. is a flash mob and she said well watch this video and so basically it's uh you know I'm sure a lot of people know what it is by now it's all over the place but uh, this was a couple months ago and I knew nothing about it but yeah people just walking down the street uh, in the mall or something, um, you know, one person starts breaking out into a dance, and next thing you know, you got 500 people dancing. And so she was showing me that video. It was hilarious. So, uh, you know, we're trying to uh, basically launch an Attorney Steve flash mob where we all <laughs> go down to the courthouse steps and, uh, you know, something maybe with Dancing Queen is what I was thinking. And uh, twirling around, getting about 500 lawyers out there into a uh, lawyer and judge's flash mob. So, uh, could you imagine busting one of those out in court? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Yeah. It would yeah. be hilarious, but I think the bailiffs would just drag you out as fast as they could. They wouldn't know what to do. No, no, no. You get the bailiffs involved. You get the bailiffs involved. <laughs> they love the dance. Not the ones I see in L.A. Those guys have zero personalities. Yeah. No, you need the guys like Bull from Night Court. That's what you need. Just get, yeah. them, out there doing, uh, there get them out there doing beds are burning. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you saw it last time. Last time we were in court in LA, um I wasn't even on my phone. I, I do I not get in trouble every time I go to court with you, one way or the other. Uh, yeah, let's not let's not talk about that right now, honestly. I mean, yeah, you have you have no respect and you know somebody needs to you need some discipline. That's not true that I don't have no respect. But I did get you weren't around. I got the uh, put your phone down deal. The guy was total, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even on the phone. I was holding my phone. 
that they have. Yeah. Those, those guys are not going to be bust, busting out doing any any uh, flash dance or, or whatever it's called. I'll, I'll remember well, there was, one of these days. There was one court in L.A. which was awesome. The um, court uh, the court clerk was playing Frank Sinatra. It was really cool. That's right. That's right. That was in the morning in Van Nuys. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so that's kind of uh, flash mobs, all that good stuff, and you know, it's kind of you know, sign of our times kind of thing. But you know, again, it's a to me, it's a more productive thing than this news, weather, sports, you know, stuff that they show on your local TV. I mean, it's just you, you, why wouldn't they show a flash mob on TV? I mean, you know, that's something that's not interesting. It's better than watching, you know, who's arresting who, you know, you know, boss hog kind of thing. Well, I, I think my 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 two cents on the whole, you know, social media, the 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 internet, the you know, the cell phones, the news, the newspapers. I I can imagine that the newspapers are, you know, eventually going to be obsolete. But then you get the older people that they don't have the handheld technology, they don't want the iPads, you know, they want to get the newspaper every day. They have a routine, and that's what they do. You know, they 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 have the the Weather Channel on all day long when they're home doing whatever. They, you know, there are going to people. There are going to be people that listen to it. But eventually, down the road, I mean, like the, you know, kids in their high in high school right now, they're they're never going to pick up a newspaper and read it. They're just not going to. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna be going to work. You know, on the subway with their iPad. I mean, it's just newspapers right, are going to be you. obsolete, in my opinion. I I, I even think you know. It's just it's interesting. I mean, even my mom. My mom is almost seven years old. My mom just bought her, you know, her first iPhone, and she's super excited about it. Good for mm-hmm. her that she's getting into technology because she's realizing that if you don't keep up with it, you're you're just going to be completely lost. I mean, the kids are, yeah. are learning computers in, in kindergarten. I didn't learn. And she probably needs to go to long. Victoria's Secret too. What was that? And she probably needs to go to VictoriaSecret.com too. Stay up with the times. Right, exactly. So, but but you can. All right. So we have a caller. Let's let's listen in. Uh, welcome to Steve and Lisa's show. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Oh. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Steve and Lisa show. Okay. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing well. Who's this? Um, uh, my name is Daniel, and I'm calling from Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, Nevada. Daniel. Hi. What's on your mind? Uh, well, um, I have a sister in Northern California, mm-hmm. and um, she she is in foreclosure, and okay. they already sold the house. Okay. But she's still in. But she's still in the house. So at this point, um, I I spoke with her, and she said that um, she's gotten a letter from property management company saying that. Uh, um, I guess Bank of America bought the house at the courthouse steps, and mm-hmm. that uh, they they had uh, hired the property management company to um, basically um, manage the property. And if she wanted, she can call them and rent the house. She could still stay there but pay rent, or she uh, they can give her, I guess, um, a moving allowance or something mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Of that nature, mm-hmm. and um, what I told her was, she needs to start doing something right away. And uh, I had given her your number, um, I don't know, like almost like a month and a half ago. And she said that she tried to contact you, but um, 
situation. I don't know. She she said that nobody got back to her. So hmm. well, yeah, and it's yeah, and then sometimes it can be difficult. Like I said, we get a lot of calls, and you know, sometimes we get them. And if we're busy in court and depositions and traveling here and there, sometimes it can be difficult to call back, which is why we created our foreclosure warrior website to try to help on those people but yeah i mean it what she might want to see about getting a, a lawyer in her area you know to you know see what see what her options are and review her situation we can't give legal advice over the airwaves but it sounds like maybe she needs to set up a consultation with someone and see if they can you know guide her as to what the best path is because that's typically after a house is sold that's you know it's tough to reverse a sale and if you if you have grounds to litigate it can be expensive to overturn the sale and sometimes cash for keys uh, what they call cash for keys or relocation fees sometimes those are good options just depending on the situation but you know if, if they're talking about potentially leasing it back to her if it's something she can afford then that may be something she wants to consider as well so yeah, um, you know, and I apologize if we didn't get back to her. Um, sometimes we just get so many calls, and you know, we sometimes we give a call back, and we just we don't have time to really do a second follow up. So I'm not sure exactly what happened, but but thank you for your call, and I would have her look into that and, and see and explore what her uh, best option may be. So thank you for calling the Stephen okay, Lisa uh, Show. Okay, well. Um, well my my question would be, uh, at this point, does she have? I mean, she still has options to stay in the house. I mean, uh, well, again, I don't, I don't know the, with, I don't know the full extent of the, her situation without reviewing somebody's file and who's doing what and what the letters and correspondence are, what her finances are. I couldn't tell you possibly what what might be best and you know what might not be best. So you know, like I said, her best, the best thing I can suggest is that she consult with a local attorney, somebody that can that she can see today, sooner the better, and try to get, you know, have her case reviewed and see what the best options for her might be. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Daniel. Okay, Lisa, we're we're running out of time. Um what else? Just in uh just in closing, uh I just wanted to go over this one thing I thought was pretty nice. Um in in this was the uh, the Steve Jobs thing, which I thought was, you know, was obviously a tragic event and uh, whatnot. Did you have any comments on on that, or I, I know you well, keep your finger on the pulse of different blogs and. Yeah, we just we don't even have enough time to go into it, but I, you know, it's it's really unfortunate. I mean, this was I think this was, you know, we all kind of knew this was coming. I mean, you know, he's been battling this for four plus years, and and it was just a matter of. You know, he stepped down that one time for a short bit, came back, looked good, healthy, and then this last time, I just knew it was eminent that that was probably, you know, the, you know, the the he had put one foot out the door type of deal. So um, there's there's some, you know, the the guy was just he, you know, he's there's there's probably never going to be anybody like him. He's completely changed technology, the thought process. I mean, Microsoft's always been great, but Apple has just everything they put out. It's just so innovative, and I mean Apple TV. We've got Apple TV. It's just super cool. You can you can go to the internet and you're on our on our TV without having to pull your computer out. 
So, but I think you were going to talk about something with regards to Steve Jobs, and and I'll, I'll pass. Well, yeah, it the only you. the only thing I read this um, quote. Uh, I, actually, I think it was up on somebody's Facebook uh, yesterday, and I read. It. I thought it was really really good and worth repeating, and so I'll just read it. But basically, I think this was a at a commencement speech he gave in two thousand and eleven. Stanford, Stanford speech. Yeah, I think so. But uh, the quote is, "Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Yeah. Don't be trapped mm-hmm. by dogma." which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. So I thought that was really interesting, talking about hearing, basically turning the volume up on your inner voice and turning down the volume of what, you know, maybe the critics or people saying you can or can't do something. I thought that was really interesting. It's, and, and, you know, that's that's probably 90% of, of people. I mean, uh, there are so many things that I want to do. I mean, I, I know I've done a lot and I've I've accomplished a lot, but the reality is is that I remember years ago, I didn't do things because I was afraid to fail, which is horrible. Because if you don't do something because you're afraid to fail, you've already failed. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's it is it's it's too bad we all don't listen to our inner inner thought process aside from people that you know talk, their inners are actually taking over and they're out doing weird stuff. But yeah, I mean, if we all listen to the things that we really truly wanted to do instead of the things that we're kind of forced to do like taking jobs we don't want or, you know, going to a school we don't want or, or going to, you know, becoming an attorney because you, because your father wanted you to be opposed to you wanted to go be a, a ballerina dancer. Did my dad tell you that? <laughs> Sorry. I, you know, I I mean, I, he promised that. that would be a secret. He promised that would not be told to anyone. <laughs> Supposed to divulge it. I'm so sorry. You must have been having cocktails. He must have been drinking a Manhattan. That was his favorite. <laughs> uh, but it is true, though. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of a profound speech. And I mean, if we all lived that way, maybe we'd all be in happier, happier positions and places and jobs and everything else. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, and so you're right. Uh, sad story, um, but you know, he he obviously lives on. So. Um, mm-hmm. You know, his company lives on through him. So, any rate, uh, we're running a little low on time, and obviously we have a whole list full of things we have to do today, including probably make sure we're returning as many calls as we possibly can, and we'll try to follow up with him. I don't know if the, that name rang a bell or not, but uh, no, we'll I didn't. I'm like I said, we get so many calls. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. you know just I I some days some days I don't even know my own name. Yeah. Well, we'll do what we can, and so we. Uh, my inner voice is saying I've got to get busy, and um, so we're going to roll with that. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. Thank you for the calls today that called it today that came in, and keep listening, Steve and Lisa. Show we will be back, and um, till then, any, anything else, Lisa? Well, Daniel, if you're listening, give me a call eight seven seven two seven six five zero eight four, and I'll see if I can help guide you or your sister into where you know where she needs to be or or who she could call. Okay, perfect. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank Have you, a everybody. Great day. Keep okay, bye bye.
Okay. Bye.